Holiday stress can take a toll. Don't believe me? How many listening right now often find themselves sick in bed the week after Christmas when things finally slow down? Stress can affect our behaviors and habits, such as our sleep patterns, exercise habits, and eating habits, which can also contribute to an increased risk of illness. So let's not do that this year. As part of our ongoing series with New Roots Herbal, I'm joined today by Angela Wallace from Eat Right, Feel Right, who has some tips for protecting our health during stressful times. Welcome back, Angela. Thanks for having me again, Candice. So here we are. We're in the to-do marathon, uh, trying to get all the things done. Uh, So where would you like to start today? I think just taking a breath. (laughs) If you're listening to this, maybe take a deep breath in and out a couple times. It helps relax the nervous system. Um, trying to slow things down. I know there is a lot of hustle and bustle around the holiday time from family obligations to trying to make memories and traditions to wrapping up year end work for, you know, some people, it's just like, there's so much happening. What can you do? What are the little things you can do each day? Even if it's for five minutes a day that help ground you help you feel relaxed? Is it taking a few deep breaths? Is it getting some fresh air? Is it enjoying a chamomile or a relaxing tea in the evening? But really trying to keep some of of those habits or routines that help you feel best um, during this crazy time. Yeah, it's usually women who are running around trying to make the season magical for everybody in their lives and they pile on too much stress and then they snap And then the moment is not so magical anymore. (laughs) Yes, I've had those moments myself. (laughs) I I, I speak from experience, trust me. Uh, So learning to uh, cut out things and maybe not try to do it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel um, setting boundaries is so important or reminding myself that, you know, not everything has to happen. I had a conversation with a girlfriend who like went crazy out of her way with a newborn to get to the mall on a Saturday to get Santa photos. And she's like, it was just the worst. <laughs> like she kept saying she was doing it for the kids, but then she's like, am I? Like they're so little. Um, so reminding yourself, like not everything has to happen. Um and, and taking it one, one step at a time. And I think too, for people listening, I think now would be a good time to remind people of the damage stress can cause to our bodies. So why don't you break that down for us? So in the simplest terms, when your body is under stress, we produce more stress hormones. Some of these hormones include adrenaline and cortisol, and the metabolization of these hormones contributes to acidification in the body. It also contributes to inflammation in the body. And with long-term stress, this can create health issues. Some of these issues are things like impacting our immune system, so making your body more receptive to sickness and infections. Um, Sometimes it manifests as migraines, joint pain, uh, draining your energy, that burnout that people talk about, just that lack of motivation or drive. 
And definitely our mental well-being, our mood is very much related to our gut. So if you are mentally stressed, and we were talking about women and making things magical, there's such a heavy mental load with that. Sometimes that will lead to digestive health concerns. Maybe you're feeling nauseous, uneasy, uh, bloated, all sorts of things, really. Everything sort of just seems to come together at this time of year as well. You know, we're, we're still have to do all of our regular jobs. Plus we have the addition of all of the extra things that the holidays bring. Mm-hmm. Plus we're probably drinking more and mm-hmm. not eating the best. So yeah. we should really be focusing on obviously adding in some other things to, to, you know, I guess head off at the pass where all of those stressors come together. So what are some things we can do? to, to, I guess, prevent getting sick? Yeah. So definitely taking that time to rest. So so sleep is a big one. I think, um, it's easy not to prioritize sleep. You know, maybe you're staying up late to finish things, but, um, I know I do that often, but sometimes it, even if it's once or twice a week, I'm like, I have to go to bed really early. Right. Um, and, and try to get a longer sleep, a more restful sleep. Now, that being said, if you're in a very anxious state, a stressed out state, you might not be able to sleep well or you might be waking up a lot, having a hard time falling asleep. So magnesium is something to try when we're thinking about supplements. So, you know, when the diet and lifestyle is not working right now or those routines aren't their typical or you're struggling with that then this is a time that supplements might be beneficial. So something like magnesium actually helps to relax the nervous system. It helps to make you more calm and relaxed. It also helps to regulate the hormone melatonin, which is that sleep-inducing hormone. Melatonin is a supplement people can consider as well um, to help have a more restful sleep, to help reduce night wakings, things like that. It might not be something that you take every night. Maybe it's during a really stressful period or to help get you back into routine. Um, There's also botanical supplements. So things like passionflower, lemon balm, chamomile that all have properties within them that help relax the body and help uh, promote more restful sleep. So there's definitely supplements and there's also the teas. The teas tend to be a little bit on the lighter dosage end, but um, I know I always enjoy like the nighttime teas or a chamomile or something like that before bed, especially during like a stressful season. One of the things I started drinking last year, actually, interestingly enough, was um, it's called golden milk and it, it mm-hmm. had added in turmeric and yes. uh, some other spices. I'd have to look it up to find it, but it was very helpful to get me to sleep. And I didn't do it with uh, dairy. I did it with uh, oat milk and it was just mm-hmm. became this nice little evening routine. And sometimes just building in those routines can really help. Exactly. Even if it's such a small thing, it's these little small things add up for sure. 
Yeah. And I read somewhere, interestingly enough, just before we recorded this, I was watching a video that said women need eight to 10 hours of sleep a night. Men can get away with six to eight, but women need more. So um, we really do need to be focusing on that and let go of this whole philosophy of, you know, we'll sleep when we're dead. I I yeah. can't stand that. It's such a crazy um, thing to embrace and, when And I sleep... hear it a lot, actually, too. But yeah. And sleep is term. so important. So we have to we have to pursue that. But, you know, when we're awake, <laughs> you know, if stress is affecting our sleep, it's affecting our awake time, too. So is there something we can take during the day to help, you know, keep us level and calm and our, our stress level? down a bit? Yeah. So for anyone without any serious medical conditions, the go-to tends to be adaptogens. And adaptogens are plants and mushrooms that help your body respond to stress, anxiety, fatigue. What they really do is they try to bring your body back to this steady, balanced state. So for example, if you're stressed and you have a spike in your cortisol levels, an adaptogen will respond by helping to reduce your cortisol levels. Um, some examples of adaptogens are things like holy basil that helps with mental and physical stress. Um, it can also help increase energy. There's ashwagandha extract that can be used. There's supplement forms like hot cocoa forms, tea forms, and it has been shown uh, from a research perspective to help relieve stress and anxiety as well. There's a lot of different things out there. It is really important with things like adaptogens to read the label, to check the warnings for contraindications. For example, if you have diabetes, heart disease, they're not recommended and there's a whole you know, skew of things. So just because something's natural, it doesn't mean it should be taken lightly. And what about ginseng? I've heard some, some positive things about ginseng. Does that, is that helpful? Um, it can be. It can be used. Uh, it's, well, it is used often to increase energy and reduce mental fatigue. So kind of that burnout we were talking about where people are feeling that this is a natural energy booster. There are supplements for it. Sometimes they're embedded into different like electrolyte drinks or mixes uh, where there's a little bit of ginseng. There's teas, lots of different options for that as well. Um, always best to check with your healthcare provider, um, maybe check out your local health food store. They often have some knowledgeable people working there as well um, before just getting started on any of these. Okay, excellent. Well, I know that all of the supplements you've mentioned today, uh, that New Roots Herbal has them as well. So people can find those at their local health food store. But I know you're always sharing great advice and tips on your website and social channels. So where can people connect with you, Angela? So my website is eatrightfeelright.ca and my instagram is nutrition.for.families um, definitely trying to help families live that healthy lifestyle and less stress <laughs> all right incredible thank you so much for joining me today merry christmas merry christmas